And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. In celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, today we're talking about A Lot Like Adios by Alexis Daria. Ooh, I like that little, you know, um, idea it, you put on there. It was undoubtedly uh, really underwhelming. And I'm sorry to everyone who speaks Spanish or is from <laughs> a country. <laughs> should we do put our disclaimer on right now? We we should. We yes. should. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are white. We are white, white ladies. White um, as wheat. We are, white is, as Will Wheaton. Yes. White as in like, you could, you, my veins are very mm. visible in my skin. Um, yes. I, I am translucent. Yes. Uh, so we are uh, of the the European persuasion. Yeah. But that doesn't go skin. That It's just, it doesn't go skin deep. It's, it's at heart. We are not white. <laughs> no, we are um, we are very open people. I hope yes. you would have already discovered that on this podcast. I would hope so at this point. I fucking hope so. Nine and a half months into it. Yeah. Um, oh my God, we have a podcast baby. Yay. Aww. Aww. Okay. Sure. Um, anywho, sorry. <laughs> Little digression. Um, we were very open and accepting on this podcast, and we we really try to be non-judgmental here. And so when we found out, like, the first year that we were doing this, we didn't really think about, like, a schedule planning. of... Yeah, we didn't think about planning. We were just like, hey, Fun you know what? Let's just, let's just read some fucking books and, like, record ourselves talking about it. This will be fun. Yeah. Which it has been, it's, admittedly. Six, but six we didn't fun. think about, like planning for pride month or like you know we didn't we just didn't think about it ahead of time and so then as the year progressed we were looking at you know should we read like a spooky book for halloween and should we read christmas books at christmas you know things like that holiday books whatever so um then when you were like oh my god hispanic heritage month is coming up which is a strange like we're used to months being like the first through the 30th or the 31st but um, Hispanic Heritage Month goes September 15th to, to October 15th. Mm-hmm. It's, like, offset. So it actually worked out better for us that way. Not that, like, we would have any say in that in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying that it, like, worked <laughs> out according to our schedule that we were able yes. to fit books in better that way. So yeah, we will um, only have one spooky book. We will Yes, we will have an spooky book. And um, so we'll do this one. We're doing a lot like Adios by Alexis Daria, which, by the way, God, I love your name so much. Uh, and then the next book will be the Happy Ever After playlist mm-hmm. by Ab- by Abby Jimenez, right? And our page to screen is like water for chocolate. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who is a English professor, a college English professor, professor, and I was, and she also is a listener. And I was saying that we were doing Hispanic Heritage Month, and I said we were doing Page of Screen, um, like Water for Chocolate. She goes, Magical Realism. It is not a Hispanic Heritage Month without magical realism. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> yay. I'm glad we can make an informed decision there. Thank yes. God. Yes. Um, so, yes. Uh, just a disclaimer. We are the white ladies. Um, I And I do feel like, to some extent, there are, there are going to be things we miss. And so I am so, so sorry if you are of Hispanic heritage and you listen to us talk about this and you're like, God, these ladies don't know what the fuck they're talking about. We're sorry. Like, we just... We probably don't. We don't. Like, that's... <laughs> we promise that we are not being willfully stupid. We right. just... If we have missed something... We're very sorry. It's it's a matter of us just not knowing. And also, please email us and tell us. Like, because yeah, we mean, we like learning about that. We love yes. this kind of stuff. So please email us and be like, hey, I 
wanted to tell you about this thing that you got totally fucking wrong on your podcast. Or That's maybe fine. Like a little, a little bit more about this. Yeah, like totally fine. Please yeah. do that. Um, we will not be offended at all. No. At all. Not even a tiny bit. No, you'd have to do a lot to offend me. Yeah, I'm actually not easily offended. Easily angered in some ways, yeah. yeah. But, like, not offended. And if no. you tell me that I have done something wrong, I, that, like, I will listen to you. That's yeah. Veronica that's will, will, uh, will pretty much tell you what pisses me off enough that will offend me. Yeah. Because it's usually the same thing for her. So. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, hey. anyway, that's our disclaimer. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> the last book we did, because I hope you guys have been enjoying the commentaries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have, but I don't know if you guys have. Um, but, so, the last time we had a, we, we did an actual book, um, mm-hmm. we played a little game. We did. And I have the cards. So, I got this wonderful set of cards. I'm so excited about this. I was looking forward to this all day. (laughs) I really was. Well, so we joked about this last time. So Adam and Eve, this was a a gift, a free gift with um, a purchase. purchase. And I laugh because it's a free gift. Okay, I'm just going to tell you guys. I don't fucking care. I had a vibrator. And (laughs) this year of sex, sexual position cards came with as a free gift for a vibrator. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let's just take this back a step here and say there's a reason why I'm purchasing my purchase. Don't need the couple's card game. Thank you very much right now because COVID. Anywho. Yeah, thanks for the reminder of isolation yeah. during a global pandemic. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Adam Adam and Eve. Yeah, thank you for making my life feel just a little sadder. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Jerks. So, (laughs) jerks. They will not be sponsoring us. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Hey, sponsor us, Adam and Eve. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. (laughs) This segment should be sponsored by Adam and Eve. Oh, my God. Yes. What do we tell them that we're doing this? Maybe they will. Maybe. Let's, let's, Let's just send them an email. You never know. Because mm-hmm. Safe Flight's not doing shit. Shoot Me your was... shot, man. Shoot your shot. I'm making a note right now. Also, I Shoot saw a Safe Flight van. I feel like there's a Safe Flight van, like a Safe Flight location near me because I see them all the time. They're they're following you. Like, they are time... following me. I should just stop them and be like, "Have you listened to the? Po- I have a bumper stick. I have a, a magnet on the Would back of my like car. Would you like to sponsor Would us? Would you like to sponsor us? <laughs> also, there was a year that I we're really thought... good at singing your jingle. I thought that Phil Collins was stalking me because every place I went, I heard a Phil Collins song or a Genesis song. So, one time, I'm super sorry. I was in a in that yoga class I was telling you about before we started. I was in that class one time. And in the air tonight, started playing. And so, of course, like we're all in downward dog, right? We get to the point, the person in front of me, I know. And so we get to the point, I can feel it coming, the drum solo is coming. And I just dropped myself out of downward dog and like did the air. (laughs) (laughs) And she nearly fell out of downward facing dog. (laughs) I have no regrets. I think everyone has to do that when they hear that song. Someone has to. No one else was gonna. So like. No. Come on. It's obligatory. It's obligatory drum solo. It is. 
Air drum. Air drum solo. Air drum solo. Yeah, I mean, God knows I couldn't actually do it. Anywho, oh, back to Adam and Eve. Yeah, Phil Collins. All right, I'm picking from the middle, as you can yes. see. I'm taking this one right <clears> here. <throat> okay. So, I'm going to read so this card. God, I'm so excited right now. I'm going to okay. read this card, and then we're going to try to figure out if we know a book that has this sexual position in it. Yes, not, that's the game. Gonna... We didn't really explain that. Yeah. That's and the if game. not, we're going to take it to the public. Oh, yeah. And Please say, let us do know. you know of a book that has this sexual position in it? Yes. All right, drum roll. Oh, so <laughs> Speaking <excited>. of drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. The card just says sex on the back. It literally just sex in all caps with an exclamation with point. point. <laughs> Yeah, with 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 it's the, heteronormative. The I was saying with the female and male symbols, right. which I was like, "Come on, guys! All right, come on." I also like the drawings on him. Um, we <laughs> definitely can't put the. I don't think we can put these on our Insta. Anyhow, so this banned. one is is called Seated Swirl. <laughs> I'm holding. I'm trying. Trying. Okay. <laughs> Technique. This is a three out of five, and I think that is. I, we it's never like heat that factor, out. right? I feel like it's hot. Was, was it heat? Heat or was it? Because it says okay. Oh god. Yeah, it's heat factor. Okay. Yeah, five different intensities of heat. Each thermometer reading ties into how hot the action is that is portrayed on the card. One to five is low. Ooh. And five yeah. to five is or absolutely orgasmic. I this would hope a, so. This one's a three. Okay. Okay. This right. is a good position for when a man has already had his orgasm and is working towards her having one or trying for an additional one. Use a rocking motion. He may also wish to lean back and hold herself up. Oh, she may also wish to hold, lean back and hold herself up with her hands. I mean... This is going to be what makes my mom stop listening to the podcast. Oh, they're seated. Okay. It's it's she's okay. seated on. I mean, I've seen enough porn with this in it, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't okay, know. off the top of my head, I don't know that I. Right. <sighs> off the top of my head, I, nothing is coming to mind of like a book that I have read with that in it. I mean, I'm sure there has been. Oh, I'm oh, sure, but I just can't. It's not. It's not a weird. Not a weird one, but it's not one like that last one. The figurehead was a different thing that no one. You know, it stands out. Yeah, right. And to me, like in in romance novels, it always stands out when they do it doggy style. Yeah. Uh huh. Because it's not quote unquote a normal position for right. a romance novel. Right. So if anybody knows a book that has a seated swirl in it, mm-hmm. let us know. Mm-hmm. Seated swirl. Yeah, uh, we're not gonna be able to put that up on Insta. None of these cards would be like. No, but you know no. what we should do is I should take a picture of the box, and I will uh, put the description of okay. the That's uh, fair. of the, the see if there. we can get a. Also, yeah. maybe we will provide some inspiration for the authors of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like throw a, throw a seated squirrel. I mean, swirl in there. Seated squirrel. Super squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it does remind me of comedic Co- comedic Cody. Oh. Are you lost, baby squirrel? <laughs> he always says that. Oh. I know, hey. I know. Hey. Yeah. Monica. Yes, dear. What's your bright spot? <laughs> so uh my bright spot is um okay, mini one. Today we went we live in like the parks, right? So we went and rec. T- and rec. 
I wish Leslie Nope fucking lived here. Oh, my God. So, I would die. So, the last time we have... (laughs) We have this, um, like, body of water near us, and uh, we can, like, walk to it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And the last time we went out there... Um, there was just like a shit ton of trash because it's a moving body of water. And so right. like, you know, it brings trash with it. It just happens. And when it floods, it brings more. So the last time we were back there, I was like, this is really annoying to like have all this trash back here. It shouldn't be here. It doesn't belong here. So I said like the next time we come out back here, we need to like bring a trash bag and mm-hmm. clean shit up. So today the three of us were hanging out and um, we were like, let's go back there. And I said, we got to bring a trash bag. And my husband was like, we also need to bring gloves. And I was like, that is an excellent idea. So, like, we brought our gardening gloves. <laughs> mm-hmm. And thank fucking God we did. Because the amount of shit we found that, like, would have sliced one of us open. Oh, and geez. definitely given us tetanus. Like, you know, yeah. not not okay. No one wants to go in emer- to an emergency room right now. Whenever my no. kid is doing something that, like, could potentially seriously injure her, I, I look at her and I go, we cannot go to the hospital right now. So you need to right. stop doing what you're doing. Um, so anyway, she was super into it. Like we, mm-hmm. you know, she put her little garden gloves on and like oh. we all went and like picked up. So the bag was legit heavy. There was a partial tire in it. What Ton- the fuck? Oh yeah. Tons of like ceramics and shit that I was just like, you know what? This doesn't need to like, this is going to cut someone, you know, like right. this is glass. We're going to get this out of here. Um, also tons of cans, tons and tons of cans. Recycling bitches. Fucking recycle that shit. Don't throw it out your goddamn window. Um, including there's one thing that at one point when we were out there recently, I took a picture of it because I could not believe, I just stood there and stared at it for a long time because I could not uh-huh. figure out what the fuck I was looking at. I was like, this is straight up out of a horror movie. It was a doll. Oh, fuck me. Nope. We're done. Headless. Oh, nope. We're done. We're seriously done. Backward over like a branch. Oh, nope. You got yourself a witch on that one. Yeah. Witch. My husband went and got, he was like, I got to get this thing out of here. It had fallen off of the branch, like, since the last time we saw it. Nope. And so, like, he shoved it in the bag. I was like, we can't, I cannot. No, no. No, you want to, I have, se- I've seen some horror movies. I've seen, I've seen rough You've seen a lot stuff. of horror movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen, I've, I've seen most horror movies. I've seen some rough shit. Um, it's I don't absolutely like, the- no, dolls. I don't like I, fucking dolls. No, like, and not I don't even like, like dolls. doll movies. Like fucking dolls. No, I don't like dolls. I don't like dolls. No, period. No, don't. I don't no. want them anywhere near me. No, you got a creepy face. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. And this one didn't even have a face. Oh fuck me. Nope. Because it was headless. It was just awful. It was not okay. Anyway, Mm-mm. my point Mm-mm. is that Mm-mm. we cleaned up a bunch of fucking trash in the park. Today. Also got a curse. It's fine. Yeah, probably also. It's in the garage at least. Um. So I'm just, I'm excited. That was like a fun thing that, that's something that we have done before too, because we have like trails nearby. And so I have just like literally brought a trash bag in the bottom of the stroller and like a pair of tongs and just like picked up trash as we went. Because, you know, like, please don't fucking throw trash out. With my Hungarian gypsy blood and and do like a cleansing. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. No problem. Perfect. I will let you know, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. probably not going to sleep tonight. So, um, <laughs> anyway, my other win for the week, uh, or my bright spot for the week, is that uh, we got Apple TV. Oh, my gosh. I'm we, so excited for you. We had told ourselves, like, we're not getting another streaming service until we cut one or, like, 
scale back on one. So we were the last people that had like the DVD package from Netflix. And so we finally just like sent back the last DVD that we've had for God only knows how long that we have not watched. So we sent that back and like downgraded the package and then immediately was like, Apple TV, like signed up. So excited for Ted Lasso. Fuck we've, yes! already, we've already watched the first episode of season two. Um, super excited for the morning show because you know I fucking love Jennifer Aniston. And then also super excited, so fucking excited for Jon Stewart's new show. Oh my God. I. There's a spoiler coming up. There's a spoiler. Oh God, I'm so excited. Yeah. The trailer sent me. Sent me. I I, mean, I love. I miss Trevor that Noah. man I, so much. I know. I love Trevor Noah. I do. I do too. And I John really, Stewart. I actually really love what he's done with the show. I do I too. Feel like I like his I version too. of the Daily Show. It took me he's a while. So different. Yeah. Yes. It took me a while because I was just like mourning the loss of John Stewart. Yeah. But once I like gave Trevor a chance, and I knew it would take a while. I knew it yeah. would. Because I just missed Jon Stewart. But then, like, once I gave, once I finally gave it a chance to just watch it, I was like, oh, my God, this is pretty fucking brilliant. Because his worldview mm-hmm. is so different. Than ours. Than ours yeah. is. And yeah. it was just like, oh, my God. I've never been upset about a thing that Trevor awesome. Noah has done with that show. It's fantastic. Easy on the O-Hos. Very easy on the O-Hos. I mean, Jon Stewart is Also oh easy God. on the O-Hos. Um, if you've not Silver seen... Fox. If you've not seen Dancing About Architecture, oh, fuck me. Because um, I believe he gets with Gillian Anderson in that movie. What? Wait. Is that just porn for you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Maybe uh, a little bit. Also, he's super passionate about fighting for the first oh, responders of 9-11. If you've never watched his... His he speaking gives speeches. To, 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 oh, uh, God. oh, my God, Congress, where he mm-hmm. starts to cry. I... Yeah. It's, the most recent one, like I would say, or one of the most recent ones, I don't know if it was the most recent, but there was one recently where so few committee members were there, oh, but, we, but yeah. the firefighters were there, the first responders were there behind him, like with their oxygen tanks and shit. And he yeah. was just like, this is absolutely unacceptable. And one of the guys, and I don't know his name right now, he actually died like two yeah, days later. Yeah. I know. And they gave um, him his, his, they gave Jon Stewart his jacket. Yeah. Oh. I mean, and he cried. He cried. Like, after 9-11, if you've not seen his, like, when they finally came back and yeah. his response, playing by heart, that's the one I'm thinking of. But because they talk mm. about um, dancing about architecture. That's like, that's, uh, but yes, he ends up with Gillian Anderson in that movie. It's kind of amazing. It, As it's... And um, what's her face? Um, I know you don't like her. Angelina Jolie is in it. Um, she actually has HIV and she's, she's Jillian Anderson's sister, I believe in that movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but she ends up with, um, well, it's been a long time since he was an actor in a movie. Oh, John Stewart. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, this was 1990. I mean, I was yeah. in love with the nineties. I, I was in love with the nineties. I love the nineties. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah, of course. Um, I can't find an, uh, a, um, a, Oh, oh God. I mean, like, literally had everybody in it. I mean, it had Ellen Burstyn in it. Anthony Edwards is in it. Sean Connery's in it. Dennis oh, Quaid. Damn. Patricia Clark's like in it. Like a who's who of the 90s actors, Pretty basically. much. Legit. Madeline Stowe. Fucking, I will find you! Madeline Stowe is in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Perfect. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you for indulging me. Ray, yes. what's your bright spot? So I have, like you said, I have a, a mini one. My mini one is that 
Coach Beard fucking liked a tweet of ours last He did. Week. He really did. Adam was like, How, what do I do? And you're like, just calm your tits. Just get- something you can do. He liked the tweet. If he did, he liked he, like, the tweet. It would be different if he like responded to it or retweeted it. I was like, but he liked it. I was like, oh my God. Because I love Coach Beard a little bit. Yeah. So, because mm-hmm. yeah. um, if you guys have not seen last week's Ted Lasso. Do you guys I'm, know we like Ted Lasso? I'm not sure if you've discovered it I don't know if you fucking know it, but we do. Uh-huh. Um, Our Instagram is a Ted Lasso fan page at this point. Pretty much at this point. Um, and last week's episode, mwah, I mean, I, I I'm thinking about it and crying. And, um, and all I have to say is hashtag hug her around the world. Um, oh my God, Alexis Daria liked our post. Oh, come on. I can't. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So that was my mini. And it came after a night where I had such a good night. So my set, my big bright spot is that I got to not only spend time with one of my very good friends, who I was very afraid that I gave COVID to like before. Oh, right. Yeah. And I didn't. And I love her very much. And at some point she said she's, she's sort of kind of listens. Um, and then we got to see a friend of ours who ends up being a friend of yours also who at some point is going to be a guest. She was supposed to yeah, be a guest. Yeah, she was Charlotte. supposed to. Things just got nuts. Life got real. Yeah. Um, I saw her in perform. And so she's got a fucking gorgeous, amazing voice. So, she's amazing. Uh, I love she's her. She's an amazing person in general. and uh, But her voice is fantastic. So I got to see her perform live. And everybody, it was so refreshing because literally everyone had masks. Thank I mean, and you. It was, where we were at was like, I went, I looked at the, you know, like, what was their mask, you know, and they're like, like policies. Yeah. They're like, it's, you know, we, it's really recommended, but not enforced. Mm -hmm. We went there. It was like, well, we were also the youngest people there. Um, cause it was a show that was like a review of fifties and sixties music. So it was like, okay, it was cute. It was really cute. Um, but everyone had masks on. So I felt because obviously it was one of the first times I'd been with people. Yeah. For, a, Since for COVID. weeks, yeah. I mean, a month, yeah, at least a yeah. month. Yeah, at least. Yeah, so I was nervous, and um, I don't blame you. But yeah, I mean, everyone played by the rules, and you know, stayed apart from each other. Um, so it was it was such a nice night, and again, Charlotte was a fucking amazing. So that's it was so a, it awesome. Was nice, yeah, it was nice to be able to um, to enjoy live theater in a very safe um, uh, atmosphere and environment. That's awesome. I'm so glad. I'm glad yeah. you got to do that. Me too. Me too. I'm glad I'm not <laughs> dead. Anyhow. Yeah, I'm um, super glad you're not dead. We're going to get tattoos soon, right? Yeah. Whenever it like feels safe enough to be in fucking public. Get your vaccinations. One of the, one of the authors that we follow, uh, Rebecca Weatherspoon, I think her name is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She just posted <clears throat> today this beautiful tattoo that she got of uh, Wonder Woman. And, and she said that she actually feels safer now getting that tattoo because like than she did before. Not They're safer, probably but, like <clears throat> it's cleaner than she feels like she was beforehand. So <clears throat> that would make sense. Like yeah. I I remember at one point when we went for like my kids' well visit for the year, I was I asked him, you know, like she needs to go to the dentist. She's like the at that that age, you know, where she needs mm-hmm. to start seeing a dentist, but we didn't because of COVID, you know? Yeah. And he was like, honestly, the dentist is probably super safe because they're yeah. more afraid of you than they are than you are of them because mm-hmm. your mask is off, and they're in your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
he he said, you know, don't worry about it. Go ahead and take it. Well, her. and they're used to because they always used to wear masks before anyhow. Right. They were they were so. already like PPE'd up, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was like yeah. a given that always they'd always have. Right. So I know. I'm glad right. that you felt safe there, and uh, yeah. I'm also glad to hear about the tattoo shop because I'm really want like really excited, very excited to do that. We will post I'm photos when it. we finally do yeah, it. I'm debating what I want. Yeah, I haven't like totally. I know I have an idea of what I want, but my husband's gonna draw it up for me. So yay! Yeah, well, he better. He um. He's an artist. So he's he an artist. So like you know, please do that for me, your wife, your lady that you have that you You're have. Late. Like, I'm holding up my hand, even though it's just a Enzo ring. Bestowed, like, a, bestowed have, a ring on my you finger. Have promised your life to me. Um, he did. I do. <laughs> what have, are we? What a, what a raise romance novels. Come I, on. I guess. <laughs> um, I do We're have super. my other tattoo. He ha- he also designed. So mm-hmm. or like I told him what I wanted, and he drew it up. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. Anywho. So those are our bright spots. Do we have anything else? No. Do you want to talk about this book? Can we please? We can. Yay. Okay. Yay. Let's take a, a brief respite. I was waiting for you to say it. I love the word respite. It's so good. Ugh. Again, raise romance novels. Uh, yeah. Right. Of course. Raise Regency romance novels. <laughs> raise Regency. Triple R's. You know I love alliteration. <laughs> alliteration is like an elite literary tool. Yes. So And I'm going to continue doing that. <laughs> Please do it. Please do it. Not drunk, just super excited. Nope, just anyhow. super excited. Okay. Anyhow, uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, two and two, bitches. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. Um... Well, let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about a lot like adios. Mm-hmm. You just like saying it, don't you? I do. I do. I. You know what? I'm seriously jealous of people who can speak multiple languages. Is what it is. Yeah. I've always and, wanted to be at least bilingual, but my dumbass American self is not. You know, it was. <laughs> I think I've told this story on here before. Maybe not. So, <clears throat> undergrad is. I was a voice major. So. I was a voice major for two years, and then I went to just, well, I, you, there's a BM, and there's, um, so you get a Bachelor of Music, or you can just be um, Bachelor of Music with a voice concentration, and that's what okay. my, I ended up being. And I only had had to diction. I didn't end up having to take oh, okay. all, because if you were BM, you had to take all languages. You had to take all three languages. Oh, yeah, so I right, that makes sense. Italian. Okay. And Italian was frustrating enough, because I had had five years of Spanish. So I was like, oh yeah, all of my tests came back with like, no, no. Right. That's Spanish. That's Spanish. That's Spanish. But why don't you just let me sing Spanish, okay? Mm-hmm. I sing like a dude. Is there any dude songs oh my God. in Spanish? There is now. I was, yeah, I was a contralto, guys. It's me. It's me. It is what it is. It is what it is. If you haven't noticed, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I'm, I'm really... Um, I am jealous of, of anyone who can do that. Like, I've had years of French I've had years of Spanish and mm-hmm. I studied voice so like I know enough that I can like pick out words mm-hmm. in a lot of languages like most romance languages because they're similar enough right but like I can't speak it 
I would like to be fluid at some point in Spanish again. Um, I, I didn't Duolingo, you know, and that sort of thing. But I'm like, do I, you think that's helpful? I think Duolingo. I actually used Duolingo for um, French, and I learned a, a good a good deal. I mean, because what you can do is you can set it to like conversational, which I think yeah. that's what you really need. It's like because when you when you study it, like if you're gonna do like. Um, what is that called? A Rosetta Stone? You're oh, learning yeah. like, you're learning, like, you're not learning conversational. You're learning. You're learning what the words mean and like what the mm-hmm. translations are. Yeah. It's so right. hard. It's so different. Being able like, to like read yeah. it, like look at it and pick out the words that you know mm-hmm. is so different from talking to someone. And, 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 and at the speed. That's oh, the issue. holy shit. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I can catch when I see like um see subtitles and stuff I can mm-hmm. catch things I'm like oh I know what that means right but if like to hear it oh my god I'm it's gone. so I mean, different my hearing's bad in general so I mean it's so different we have this um my mom has a friend who um married a I don't know which part of France he's from but his family is literally from France and so he mm-hmm. works in New York and that's how they met uh at any rate he speaks obviously fluent French mm-hmm. as he was raised there. He speaks French to their children. Mm-hmm. So they are learning French through him, like conversationally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like he sits down and teaches them what words mean and shit. He right. only speaks French to them. And then right. they speak English to their mom. Well, so they're, was... they're going to be bilingual their whole lives. And I'm assuming majority of the Spanish-speaking people in our country are the same way. They're at home. Now, I've heard stories where people said, I was not allowed to speak Spanish at home. Yeah, right. Well, and I I mean, you and I are both from immigrants, you know? Like, my family is from Eastern Europe, and you've got family from various parts of Europe. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't fucking know Czech or Mm -hmm. Ukrainian. You know, like, I don't know any of that shit. I don't know Scottish. Right, like... (laughs) <laughs> you just Y'all heard, you've all heard my, my Scottish accent. It's I great. mean, it's like, I, I don't know any of that stuff. It, no. it, they didn't carry it forward. No. And I don't know German. Jesus. Well, I mean, I, I know enough from voice lessons. They wanted, but... You know, everyone wanted to assimilate and make right. sure that, like, they wouldn't, weren't um, cut out of anything. But yeah, I think absolutely. But I think something so special about, I mean, again, there's so many fucking asshole people in this country we should everyone should learn no you know what um guess what somebody already knows two languages i know one yeah i mean we no yeah fuck off it's so frustrating it i and we're the only country that does that right every country it's most countries know english yeah yeah exactly it's like so everyone's got fucking you know a a stick up their ass about you know something being in spanish and english it's like that's the way it is everywhere that's the way it is pretty much everywhere yeah 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 Yeah. it's frustrating you go to toronto they they start with whatever they say you know bonjour or hello and whatever Mm -hmm. way you continue the conversation is how they continue the conversation right but we're ignorant americans so yeah most americans are monolingual which i'm sorry for like I, I desperately wish that I were bilingual. The My issue is that, like, I have no one to practice with. You know, like, I really wanted to learn any language from any of my ancestors. Yeah. But I have no one to speak it with. And therefore, I just know that it will not be reinforced and that I will not learn it for real. 
Like if I had someone to speak a language with or someone who was patient enough to deal with that bullshit for me. I, right. I think because that's the thing is you, I think immersion is probably the easiest way, quickest a way. A lot of people up. say that, that like being able to just immerse yourself in it mm-hmm. is the way to do it. On that note, let's talk about this book. Let us. Let us do that. Do you want me let to read the description? That. Yes, please, ma'am. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so first of all, this is like the second... It's not really a series, but like it's... Um, no. It's the second book in like the same group of people, I guess mm-hmm. is how we'd say that. I think Jasmine yeah. is the first one. So... Um, Jasmine Ashton. Yeah, right. So that was You Had Me at Ola. Um, and then this one is um, a second chance romance about a commitment-phobic Latina and her childhood best friend who has finally returned home. Okay, here we go. This is a lot like adios. Hi, Mish. It's Gabe. After burning out in her corporate marketing career, Michelle Amato has built a thriving freelance business as a graphic designer. So what if her love life is non-existent? She's perfectly fine being the black sheep of her marriage-obsessed Puerto Rican-Italian family. Besides, the only guy who ever made her want happily ever after disappeared 13 years ago. It's been a long time. Gabriel Aguilar. Am I saying that right? Aguilar? Aguilar? Mm -hmm. God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like the whitest white person. Left the Bronx at 18 to escape his parents' demanding expectations, but it also meant saying goodbye to Michelle, his best friend and longtime crush. Now, he's the successful co-owner of L.A.'s hottest celebrity gym with an investor who insists on opening a New York City location. It's the last place Gabe wants to go, but when Michelle is unexpectedly brought on board to spearhead the new marketing campaign, everything Gabe's been running from catches up with him. I've missed you. Michelle is torn between holding Gabe at arm's length or picking up right where they left off, in her bed. As they work on the campaign, old feelings resurface and their reunion takes a sexy turn. Facing mounting pressure from their families who think they're dating and growing uncertainty about their futures, can they resolve their past mistakes or is it only a matter of time before Gabe says adios again? I know. It's a pretty good description, really. It is. I mean, there's not a ton we have to add. I mean, he has not been home in nine years. Right, yeah. But he has not spoken to his, his parents in nine years. Yeah, but he also has not been home. In- oh, right, yeah. Like, he came home for his sister's wedding nine years ago, and that's it. Right, right. right. He has not seen Michelle in 13? 13, yeah. Yeah. Um, They're so, 31 uh, now. Yes, yes. They were 18 when he left home. So, and this is not a spoiler because this happens. You're, you know this quite quickly in the book, is they had a falling out at 18 where he did not tell her he had gotten into UCLA. And they, she had been anticipating because they had been best friends. They were going to go to I don't remember what college. They were. I don't think they were going to the same school, but like it was close enough. Are were they? I thought they were. Shit, I forget. It was like, but they weren't supposed to lose touch. Like they were, you know. Right. And they were supposed to like spend the summer together before like college started. Yeah, and all of a sudden she finds his plane ticket, which I was like. Why are you carrying your plane ticket around your back? It was a printout. Yeah, it was a printout. Yeah, I was like, you will lose that thing. You, Anyhow. You, you're trying um, to get caught is what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to get exactly. caught. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, so literally from that day, they have a fight and he hasn't seen her since then. Yeah. 
Um, and um, what happens is the his partner ends up reaching out. His business partner. Been, his business partner. Yes, yes, his business partner. Um, it reaches out to um, um, Michelle. Michelle because she um, had worked on another uh, campaign that they really liked. For a like, gym, like for a different for a gym. gym. I yeah. forgot what the name of it was. But Victory. Yeah. Victory. And so the, and so <laughs> he comes to the, the conclusion that, it. oh my God, it's the girl. Uh-huh. It's the one that got away. And so Gabe's got to decide whether or not he wants to work with her or not. And he decides he wants to work with her. So, and unfortunately, uh, Fabian is the business partner. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be the one who came to New York and handled the, the, the you know, the next site uh, mm-hmm. implementation of like, you know, buying, buying the space and making, you know, making sure the, uh, their investor was happy with everything. And his life is on fire. Yeah, his so life he, is on fire in every possible aspect. Yeah, it is a dumpster on fire floating down a river of yes. whatever. In a flooded uh, zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a complete disaster. Yeah, so like, Gabe's got to do it. Gabe's and it's not like his one. fault. Like, Fabian is a, no. like, a put he's together a dude, he's dude. A good dude. Yeah, he's a good he's dude. He's a good dude. It's just that like a lot of things have come, are happening at the same time for him. And it's right. extremely unfortunate. Right. Bad timing. Bad dates. Anyhow, that's Indiana Jones reference. Anyhow, um, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, nerd. I mean, I'm a nerd. Um, so I mean, is there anything else that you would add? No, I mean, I feel like that really covers it. That's a really good description. Um, that gives you a good idea of what's of of what you can expect going into it. Yeah, I mean, he has talked to his sister. Yeah, he has and, a sister that he has mm-hmm. spoken to. And, um, I guess, but that's the only person back in the Bronx and she doesn't actually live in the Bronx anymore, but that's the only person. Oh, and they literally live next door to each other. Yes. They were absolutely. They, they are childhood best friends who literally grew up next to each other and and their parents still live there. So like her parents still live next door to his parents. So she has seen his parents periodically throughout the year. Yeah. And they were obsessed with this one, one season, um, sci-fi movie. What was it? Beyond the Stars. Beyond the Stars. I think stars. is what it's called. Well, they called it Latinos in Space. Latinos in Space. With a bunch of A's. Latinos in yeah, Space. Because well, you know, I think it's, it's supposed to be a joke on pigs in space. Oh, that does make I sense. Think. Yeah. Okay. I think. Probably. Um, yeah. Uh, but it was. Yeah, that part was super cute. So yeah, they're. Yeah. There's a lot of nerdy stuff in here. Yeah, it's actually pretty great. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved the nerdy stuff. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I thought I had to be you, your uh, Jedi My Master. My Jedi Master? Yeah. You're I sure I did. Ta- I was ahead of you in the book, and I texted you at one point and was like, uh, so there's a lot of Star Wars references, just FYI. And, and of course, I responded with, the Force is with me. <laughs> May the Force be with you. Um, no, I was I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. Yes, like, uh-huh. The fuck? I'm like, yeah, I'm a nerd. It's fine. Big old nerd. It's okay. I love oh, you. It's fine. I, I love, love you. you. Yeah, I um, actually wasn't that lost. Like, I know enough. No, they taught. They they wasn't like it because it wasn't a huge. I mean, the the fan fiction was the bigger part of it. Oh yeah, which mm-hmm. didn't really have too much to do with any of the other like touchstones they have with nerdness throughout. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to do our compliment sandwich? Yeah, let's do that. God, let's I'm hungry it. now. Every single time. I know, right? Um, (laughs) 
do you, uh, okay, so if you're a new listener. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, our compliment sandwich is going to be a phone so, sex operator in my retirement. Word. Making some bank. Mm-hmm. And, or in a, a porno a- ASMR. Um, I should probably call French Brutus. <laughs> I was going to say it to you. Guys. French Brutus. Look him up. Anywho. What's up? Um, what's up? Um, so if you are new to our podcast, we do a thing called a compliment sandwich where we do, um, we start off with something we liked, uh, which is our top bun. Our meat uh, is something that we might not have liked as much. And then we finish it off with another compliment, our bottom bun. Um, so... I want a grilled cheese sandwich so bad right now. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. It sounds so good. Jesus. I mean, we did. I did have that pizza one. <sighs> oh my god. Anywho, sorry everybody. So we can make. I can make a compliment. Whatever. Salad. That doesn't sound nearly as good. Yeah, I mean, you got. So what you do is you have the lettuce. Oh, the lettuce sucks. Never mind. The lettuce is the out. worst part. No one wants right? the lettuce. They just want the toppings. Right. Damn it. Okay. Never mind. Maybe a compliment pie. <laughs> mm. I'm just gonna leave that there and yep. walk away. Yep. Uh-huh. Speaking of speaking of French Brutus. Anywho. <laughs> would you like to give me a pro or do you want me to give the pro? Uh, why don't you start, darling? Okay. Well, since we were talking about it, I love the nerdy stuff. I yes. loved it. Um at one point, so we're talking about how. Sorry, I'm trying to get into my my notes here. Notes, notes. Yeah, um, we have notes. We're serious podcast, you guys. <laughs> we're serious about serious things. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the first one, I was like, I'm gonna like this. Um. Was thirty. It was um page thirty nine. You know, <laughs> page I wouldn't. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. You know, I wouldn't have agreed to stay with you if you told me we're going to the Bronx, he said. Oh, I had a feeling. That's why I didn't tell you. Gabe threw up his hands. This was a trap! Okay, Admiral Akbar, calm down. Still with the Star Wars jokes, huh? You know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of Star Wars references. Um, at there one were. point, they were talking about how um, the, a picture from... Um, uh, from from high school when they she dressed up like a vampire and he dressed up like a Jedi. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the other one. Okay, so they're talking. They're texting. It was like or one of their um, chat transcripts. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I guess they're gonna go to show it as flashbacks in season two. Okay, well, if you were a prince with a murderous ba- murderous dad who had just faked her own death, where would you go? Hmm, the most Eisley Cantina. LOL, this isn't a Star This isn't Star Wars. They're not in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, but somewhere like Tatooine seems like a good place to di- disappear. Exactly. Exactly, Gabe. Because you know what? It's a, sc- it's, a, it's a hive of scum and villainy. So yes. Yes, it would be a place. Every place is locked. That's why they got to move on to the next one. I love you. All, all my Star Wars geeks are knowing what I'm talking about right now. It's fine. I have no doubts. I'm lost, but I have no doubts. Yeah. That everyone else knows what you're talking about. This one's locked. Move on to the next one. Anyhow, um, yeah. So, girl, girl, Alexis, come on. I loved it. I mean, nerdy stuff. Why not? Um. So there was one other thing. Another Star Wars. Um. 
downstairs he paused to take a second <laughs> a second to take in the changes this is after he, he realizes that her down the downstairs bedroom at her parents house is no longer a bedroom it is a workout room but he's remembering what her bedroom used to look like mm-hmm. and uh he's like last time he'd been there it'd been michelle's bedroom with her bed against the one wall with posters of the gorillas oh my god yes. and star wars stacked above it <laughs> um yeah i mean it just it hit the nice like the the sweet spot for me i mean i'm yeah. a little older than i think alexis is but still like there's some things that are, you know, like kind of universal in Star Wars is one of them. Um, yeah. Rules is pretty amazing, though, too. But, um, oh, yeah, well, I mean, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the whole fan fiction was just literally up my alley because um, I was obsessed with fanfic when I was in high school. Um, I mean, I still, I enjoy it now. I'm going to be, I'm fucking honest, I am still like it now. If it's good, I, I mean, it's a lot of times with people who, like, I think are one of our uh, the authors we follow... Katie Roberts actually put it put a posted to Instagram the other day, like saying, "Guys, in my spare time when I have fun things to do, she's like, I write fan fiction. Please don't get on me for not writing another book when I just want to write fan fiction. Like it's just so there are authors who just that's a way to kind of you know decompress and just relax and write just because they want to write something fun. So to me, let's all keep in mind also that um, Fifty Shades of Grey, whether it's good or not. Started off as Twilight fan fiction. Which creeps me out, but yes. Yes. But it doesn't matter. I mean, that started out as fan fiction. And if we really want to, if we really want to argue semantics, Twilight kind of was a fan fiction. Like, not a fan fiction, but it was like, you know, probably a Wattpad story. It would have been a Wattpad story. Sure. Why not? Because she, didn't she, for the most part, publish it herself? Like, she, she pushed it around a lot. I don't, maybe, I don't know. E.L. James po- did the first one on her own. And then, yeah. I, of course, after that, got Because I know that she shit. wrote, She didn't she say she wrote Edward Cullen for, what's his face? Robert Pattinson? Like, she wrote Edward Cullen, like, in Robert Pattinson's visage. Oh, my. Pretty sure. Which I'm sure he's real happy I'm about. I'm sure that. he's excited to know that. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want to step into the light and burn himself up like a vampire. Nope, not at all. Step out into those steps in Italy just burn up that was worst anyhow so yes the whole like the fan fiction um angle got me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i never i've never written it but i enjoy it so there you go i liked how well they were plotting it out yes like that they were really at first when i saw you know like when you open up a i read it on a kindle so like when you open up a kindle book or whatever and like the get like the chapter listing and whatever i was like what the fuck is this episode shit you know like i didn't understand any of that but i was like i figure i'll probably figure it out as you go on i'll figure it out and that of course it made sense like when, once i understood what was going on but like i i let we'll get to it i guess okay so that's my my first pro awesome mm-hmm. uh okay so my top one um is her family and i know that they are like pushy and overly involved but like i i love very much her primas of power that she has her two cousins ava and jasmine who are they're her best they are her best friends and she doesn't have any siblings right she's an only child right which is kind of like that's surprising for for like no 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 she's got a brother she's got a brother because that's the room he's staying in oh right where was he I don't know. He doesn't really make an appearance. 
I forgot no. about him because he like he's never there. Yeah, no, no, but that's right because that's his his room. Because that's, yeah, his Gabe room. is staying in his she's room. She's in right. the craft room. Right. Okay. So at any rate, like her, she doesn't have any sisters. Her like she is best friends with two of her cousins, Ava and Jasmine, and they are called the Primas of Power. And it is like never not awesome to me. And at one point when um, it starts off as like a well, it I don't want to give like too much away, but um. At one point, so he comes to New York and he doesn't want anyone to know. <laughs> but of course, like you can't hide shit from people forever. So of course, like at some point, people start finding Especially out. Tight knit families. Tight knit families who fucking live next door to each other. So like, of course, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, going into it, like someone's gonna find out. So uh, one of them finds out, agrees to keep it a secret, and then the other one finds out and and just texts her and goes, "What the." Fuck. Because she's so pissed well, did, that Michelle so, has kept this from her. Jasmine is the one. That's Jasmine, yep. right? Because didn't Ava say something like, because he was going like, they're going to see. She's like, she looks in the window. Your mom looks in the windows when I'm watching the kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, Gabe's like, you have to shut the, the kitchen window. You know, like, you got to shut the curtains or whatever. And uh, Michelle is like, why? Do you think like your mom is going to be looking in the windows? And Ava is like, oh, yeah, I see her all the time when I watch the kids. <laughs> She's, She's looking, looking in. through the window. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, you should keep those closed, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I I mean, I know that, that maybe that's weird, but, like, or maybe it just speaks to my own personal life experience that I don't have any siblings. And, like, I have um, my cousins and I, I have a few, like, I have, like, seven cousins on one side of my family. And I'm the oldest. And, like, we have, um, we've had, like, various times in our lives where we were closer. You know, just, like, life things. Things Mm -hmm. happen and you, everyone's kind of at different points in their lives or whatever. But, um, but I've never had, like, a group chat with my cousins. And I, I love that. I just... I understand that, like, everyone needs to set their own boundaries and everyone needs to, like, to find ways that they can interact with their families in a healthy way. But I I am jealous of, like, their... They are so close that literally Ava at one point, like, walks in. Ava walks in on, uh, <laughs> on Gabe being half naked more than once. And she doesn't even fucking bat an eye. Yeah. I mean, she's just like, Gabe, why are you always half naked when I walk in the door? <laughs> it's not... And Michelle's just like, hey, can you zip my dress? You know, I mean, it's it's just a very much like, it's sort of like a sisterly bond. And it's just, mm-hmm. I'm jealous of it. And as I said earlier, I'm jealous of anyone that could speak more than one language. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but yeah, the family, like her family is, because you see, you see a lot of that dynamic. In her family. And you can also see all of them plotting to try and get the two of them together. Oh, 100%. Like, a lot. A lot. Yeah. And it's very... so. It's meddling and it's none of their fucking business. And I totally understand why it irritates the piss out of all of them. But, like, it's also very sweet. It's well-intentioned. Yeah. You know? If you look at it from, like, a level-handed standpoint, you can see... This person is truly trying to help. Like, they want, they just want the two of them to get together and just condoms be happy. Condoms. Need to condoms. make sure you got those. Mm-hmm. 
Don't get her pregnant. That word, yeah. I mean, my God, all all he had to do was buy condoms and everyone knew about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) My husband just walked in the room now. He is a beet red. He just wanted to get more beer. I mean, right? Because, you know, I took over the dining room, so... What are you going to do? Works. Works. I love you. Oh. <laughs> guest, guest appearance. Guest appearance. By Mr. Veronica. From uh, Mr. Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh, no. All right, so shall we move on to meat? God damn it, I'm hungry. Yes. Okay. Would you like, who, would you like to go first? You do it. Please tell me the meat of your sandwich. Okay, so... Tell we... me there's bacon on it. Oh my god, yes. Um, that sounds really good. <laughs> okay, no, let's just keep going. So I'll sit here talking about sandwiches. Um, you know who has a really good sandwich? Boston Market has a really good sandwich. What? Really? Yeah, they do. They have really good sandwiches. Um, oh my god, I'm thinking about it and I really want it, but it's close. I want sandwiches Anywho. so bad now. God damn it. Yeah. Mr. Shot. Veronica, please come make me grilled cheese. <laughs> Mr. Veronica! <laughs> uh, you know what? I have to say... Mr. Veronica is right up there with cockles teas. Cockles teas. Excited. That was so goddamn funny. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, please look at our website, chickletbookclubpodcast.com, uh, and check out uh, Ray's most recent review. Yeah. Thank you. Cockles Thank teas. You. Cockles um, teas. Yep. And then my <laughs> description of how <laughs> it was like a mountainside crash. Just like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, Lord. Anyhow. Okay, so, (sighs) that being said, as much as I enjoyed, and as much as I felt like this was right up my alley, parts of it I could not relate to, and that's just, and that's not, that's that's just because I'm a white girl from Ohio. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, and I think when we talked, when I talked about um, my obsession within the Heights, which mm-hmm. we were listening to before we started. Yes, recording. we were. That was that was our mood music. Yeah, because it seemed like apropos. Because um, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, Washington Heights in the Bronx. Come on. Um, and I said the same thing when I it was. It, that was my 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 go to bright spot for a long time. Was I love it. I just wish I, it was hard for me to relate because I didn't grow up yeah. with like that tight knit family and that tradition and that, I mean, I, I have to say growing up and I, I will say the same thing I said when I talked about in the Heights is I feel like part of my life, I missed out on something growing up in New York city. I think even in the boroughs, you miss out. If, if you haven't, you've missed out on something because it's such a tight knit community that you don't, you you don't get anywhere else like yeah. I didn't get growing up so part of me feels like Ohio below, is not like that no I mean even like I'm sure there's pockets of Cleveland that are like that sure we, you know we've got like yeah you know the Polish community and mm-hmm. things like that but even yeah, then there's still like or you know the you know Italian village and we like physically that. Or, have more space right so you're not on top of each other right so there's part of me that just it was hard for me to relate because. It's not how I grew up. Right. And that's, and, and, but I also like, and so that's just me. 
I also did not grow up in Regency England. So I know right, that there's true. part yeah. of like, I'm not going to relate to that either. Right. So parts of me wishes I could have connected a little bit more. So, and I'm also 41. 10 years older than these characters. Yeah. 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 And so I'm five years just, older than these characters. Right. And which sometimes with like new adult, I can kind of get into it. And I find like, I feel like I can, there's something I can grab onto. Unfortunately, I just, there wasn't much I could grab onto here. Yeah. Unfortunately. But. I get it. That's my con. That's I my get con. It. Um, mine, uh, I was actually really frustrated with Gabe for like a good portion of the book. Yeah. 100%. Like a significant portion of the book. I was like, Gabe. I'm going to punch you if you do not Gabe, get your shit together. Pull up your big girl panties. And figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I get, I the thing is, I also identified with Gabe on some levels. Mm-hmm. Just because of certain things that he's dealing with on a personal level, I totally understand. And I do relate to. But I'm also mm-hmm. like, bro, you are 31 fucking years old. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, You and I have talked about, like, the impetus for, like, the reason he has not been home. And I don't want to, like, give things away. But there's, like, a thing that happens, and that is the reason he has not spoken to his fa- his parents in nine years. Mm-hmm. And to me, I mean, if that happened to me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely never coming back. And maybe I would, like, duck if I thought my dad was going to see me in the, like, through a car window. And maybe... Yeah. I would have a panic attack when I realized that my childhood best friend was taking me to the Bronx instead of her Manhattan apartment in Hell's Kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. all of those things, like his behavior tracked in many ways, but also I was like, dude, come on. Like you're 31 years old. Like figure your shit out. Even if you can't figure your shit out with your parents, figure your shit out about your own feelings. Like, think about what is going on. Think about, like, what you're doing right now with your own business and with this this woman that you have kind of, like, basically been in love with for close to 20 years now. You know, like, I, I was just, he's not your, um, he's not Sorry. your, like, tip, you're fine. He's not your typical... Um, I don't know. He's not like an alpha, no, like blow your socks off kind of. Man. He's he's very human, which I don't have a problem with. I was just frustrated with, um, I don't know. I I and this very well could be a cultural thing or like the amount of fucking therapy I've had, but I was just frustrated with with his uh, unwillingness. And hers, and her unwillingness to discuss their fucking feelings. It takes, yeah, I mean, like... It just takes so long for the two of them to, like... There's a couple times where they finally, like, it's... it Yeah, it's where they finally say, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna say it. It's like, yeah, yeah, adults do that. Yeah, (laughs) like... like, Adults, 31-year-old adults do that. Like, some of this felt like 21-year-old... Yeah, it, it 18 did. to 21 year old like bullshit where you're like, guys, seriously, there's so much life, more life out there. It's going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Like, just yeah. seriously, just tell each other how you feel. Just yeah. fucking say I, it. Yeah, I mean, d- 
Do you have a kid between you two of you? No? Then guess what? <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be it's okay. Be like, there's, it's, it's not fine. that complicated. You'll just... No. No. Tell each other I, I how mean, you feel, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, of course, that adds to the tension of the book, but, like, you know, I was frustrated by both of their inabilities to deal with their own feelings. Yeah, I mean, and I, and that happens with a large majority of the books. So it's like, it just happens to be like that this one, it, it seems a little, a little bit more where you're like, come on. Because I think it goes along with the, the immaturity a little bit mm-hmm. uh, of the characters. Yeah. Um, but, because there, there's so many, I mean, that's that's the whole, a lot of times the act two, end of act two, like fight is right. usually miscommunication of some sort. Oh, sure. But we have, yeah. But we have that from the beginning in this book, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, I think that this is a, a frequent thing with friends to lovers. Agreed. I mean, it's, Agreed. it's part of the trope. That's why they're, you know? that's why they're friends. Yeah, that's they're literally why they're friends. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. A part of it's just a trope thing. And friends to lovers is not my favorite trope. And you have, yeah, mine either. And right. you have second, it's also second chance. Yeah, it So is. they're a little bit scared about like being like more open. Totally yeah. Get it. Um, I do love myself a second chance romance though. Love second chance romance. However, when it's like second chance and it's also friends to lovers, there's there is more attention on the characters because you're like, we are friends and we tried to cross this line once and it didn't fucking go well. And you think as you think that as as characters, they'd want to be more open because they're like, it didn't work last time. We are older. We have learned so now we're going to be more open and honest with each other. Right. This second time around. You'd think. But then she has, like, remained emotionally closed off in every single relationship she's ever, like, every encounter oh. she's ever had. So. Part of me, like, actually, there was a lot of things that she did and said. I was like, oh, this is hitting a lot really close to home for me. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. God damn it. Uh, I did not think I was going to be called out like this. Yeah, I was like, I for I feel personally threatened on this. I'm mm-hmm, just kidding, I mm-hmm. But like, there was a couple times where I was like, oh. I feel personally attacked right now. Yeah, I feel God like damn it. So I'm just close this Kindle you. and we'll revisit this later. You. Yeah, Fair but there was a couple flip. times where I was like, oh my god, been there, huh? <laughs> been there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell me you about your bottom bun? Yeah. So. <clears throat> I'm going to bring up something just to, it'll get into my bottom line. You're going to be like, what the fuck? So in Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, we, we have R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yes. I R2-D2. know who they are. Yes, I know you do. Well, I don't okay. know. You only watched one. Oh. <laughs> You're giving me the fuck you eye right now. Uh-huh. Um, stinker. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, R2-D2 does not he speaks in beeps and boops? Mm-hmm. Beep boop 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 boop. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. C three PO. We can gather what R two D two says because we have a cipher of C three PO. Sure. I'm saying all of this because <clears throat> at first in this book we have a lot of Spanish and no translations. Mm-hmm. Right. But. I started getting angry. I was like, what is happening? But then I started realizing that all the conversations in between the Spanish was explaining what what that what had been said. Yeah, there was contextual <clears throat> stuff right. within. Right, sure. I mean, I hate to, but I wanted to put it in a nerdy way. 
So that's why I brought it up that way. <laughs> so, like, see through people, like, oh, well, how dare you? Like, like, you know, something like that. So we could gather what had been said if we didn't speak Spanish from what the next character said. Right. That all being said, at first I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then I'm like, that's fine. I don't need to know exactly what has been said. I kind of get an idea. And then I just really loved all of I Like, I loved the cultural, like ambiance of everything i love the spanish i love the food i love oh, everything the i just this love book made me so culture. hungry it just was like oh my god i love i want to run abuela my my own i'm like oh like it's just Both it's my grandmothers part. are dead so upsetting mine too, mine too. i actually I asked somebody if i could, if they would be my abuela but i mean like my grandmother. um but i mean it's just it's a it's it's Latin culture to me. I love it. I love Latin culture. And I just wish I had grown up in it at points. <laughs> so this was me like going, Oh my God, I wish, I wish I had like, I wish my family was like this. Um, so the whole thing with like, the, the, the language, once I, I, you know, kind of like understood the key to it, like the, mm-hmm. you know, um, the legend mm-hmm. again, being a nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the the cultural aspect of things. Um, There's a lot of words I hadn't having still had to look up. Oh um, yeah, I mean, I because I was reading in the Kindle app on my phone, um, and so like if you highlight, if you go to highlight, you can just hit like Google search or whatever. So I was mm-hmm. translating a lot of things. Oh yeah, like there's a word I think I've highlighted a couple times, and I don't know. Um, uh, I'm looking to see. Oh, there's one thing I did highlight is is online. At one point they say, which is such a New York thing. Like I noticed from the podcast they listen to, and then I had to stand online with him to buy condoms. Oh, that's, that's right. such a New York thing to say. We we say oh, in line. We would say in line. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm looking to see if oh my oh uh okay I had to look this up. Did I find out what it was? Ugh, I'm not gonna say it right. Uh, chanchaletas. Oh, like flip-flops uh, or like sandals? Uh, yes. Yeah. I was like, cause it's, it's in there a couple times. And yeah, like, it is. Many times. Yeah. Um, but like the food sounded amazing and like, ugh, the whole Latin culture is amazing. Yeah. So that's yeah. my butter bun. Love it. I'm all about it. What I like too, wasn't just like. There was Mexican. There was Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Fab- Fabian was? Um, he's Haitian. Yeah, but he's but he's two, isn't he? he wasn't like. Uh, oh, that's right. He's Haitian, but somebody his else was. Wife is... is something because it was like Hispaniola something other. Yeah, I forget. I, I forget. But yeah, so everybody has their own, and there's something so amazing about that. Like, yeah, there's so many different countries mm-hmm. that. But they're all under, they, like, they all celebrate almost, not the same, but, like, a, a shared culture. Yeah. Which, to me, is pretty amazing. Because you don't see that in Eastern Europe very much. Because of Hitler. Yeah. Well, thanks, Hitler. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> kidding. I don't know. I'm just being an asshole at this point. <laughs> I think we can, we can just blame well, Hitler just say, for a yes, lot of things. Yes, it was Hitler. We yeah. can just blame Hitler for most yeah. things. Like, a uh, lot of things. things. Not everything, yeah. but lots yeah. of things. Yeah. Fucking oh. prick. At least he's dead now, so. Yep. Yeah. Thank God. Cool. Um. So was that you were you're you're good with your bottom bun? Do you have anything to add? I'm I'm fantastic with my bottom bun. Fantastic. I love it. Um. So my bottom bun is um, the 
the parallels between the fan fiction and Gabe's feelings, like about her and oh, also uh-huh. just about his life. So mm-hmm. you kind of, you pick this up as you go where you're not reading their fan fiction, you're reading the transcripts of their like, I think it's like Windows Messenger chats between the two of them. AOL, it's a Yeah, it's basically like AOL messages, or like AIM messages How? between the two of them. Did you always like, with AOL... Have an away I, message up that was yeah, like... Yeah, did you like... like song like, lyrics? Re- yes, to really think about what it was going to be, <laughs> yes. and like what color it was going to be. Yes! Uh-huh. I yes, certainly yes. did, all the way through college, because... That's how old I am. That's how I started dating one of my exes. My bo- oh, my boyfriends. Yeah, was through AIM. Was through AIM. Yeah. That's how we, after, never mind. Anywho. Anywho. So, yeah, I, once you start reading, like, through, and you learn more about the characters, and especially Gabe, you start to see how much of himself he has put in this fan fiction. Oh, 100%. Like, so much of it is saturated with just, like, it was clearly an outlet for him to get his feelings out. Right, yeah, he wrote the majority of it. Um, And then he, of course, he doesn't put that together for a long time. Mm -hmm. He doesn't realize for many, many years how much of himself he put into it. Mm -hmm. But I, as the reader, saw it early on. So... I enjoyed watching the parallel happen, like as the story went on in real time, and also looking at their flashbacks in in the form of like AIM, you know, conversations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I loved that. I really loved being able to see the two of them. In my opinion, it was like a really effective way of showing the two of them in their friendship when they were teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, juxtaposed with how they will, how they are like in real time now yeah. in like in current times or whatever, uh, interacting as thirty-one-year-old humans as opposed to fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen-year-old kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I really liked that, and then I liked how it how it comes back into play at the end. Mm-hmm. This really made me so happy. <laughs> really did. Mm-hmm. I mean, for every nerdy girl out there mm-hmm. that, reads, that read fan fiction, mm-hmm. who probably was in love with her best friend, I don't know who that could have been. I don't know who that could have been. I've That never happened to any of, no, the, any of the women on this podcast. No, definitely, definitely did not Mm-mm. do that. Um, <clears throat> this was right up their alley. Because mm-hmm. it spoke to, like, uh, it's, it's, it, I mean, yes, I'm going to say right now, my freshman year of college, like, it was talking to my best friend via AIM, mm-hmm. and we were such nerds, we didn't write fanfic together, but, like, there were other things that we, but we were also the same thing, like, liked each other but never said anything for the longest time yep. and all that kind of good stuff so yes this was like hitting a lot close to home yeah there's there's a lot to be said for I don't like friends to lovers is not my favorite trope however childhood friends to lovers is so romantic to me like going back to episode one friends without benefits yeah. you know yeah. like just which Ray's mom loved 
FYI. Yes, God, that book is so good. I should I should tell my mom. I don't know if she's read that one. She did read um, My Kind of Perfect. She didn't like love she, it, but yeah, but my mom's she having liked a hard it. time getting into it. She said, and I think because I didn't think about it, I was like, oh yeah, because you get to you're introduced to all the sisters that you never read about. Before. Oh right, yeah, right, yeah. It's like here's all the sisters, so you have no idea who the fuck right, they because are. They're, cool. It's like the third book in the it's series. The, it's the last or book in the series. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Um. My mom should read French without benefits. I'll I'll let her know. She's probably stopped listening to the podcast by now. She's like, I don't really care for that the sex card thing at the beginning. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Your mom's pretty cool. I I was telling you and I talked about this the other day. I actually feel really bad for like our moms' generations who didn't have this kind of outlet. Like their sexuality yes. was so taboo in and of itself like they never got to explore their sexuality the way that like our generation has you know it's really interesting i had literally the exact same conversation with my mother um about the relationship that you and i have Mm -hmm. because you and i talk about things that even 10 years ago i'd be like we're not i'm not i'm not talking about yeah of course i totally agree that's kind of how this podcast got started was like yeah. you and I having like text conversations that were like I five years ago I never would have had. What's the joke that we had this week? Should we just start, start sending each other porn? We just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like at that point, we just. I forget what it was. I mean, I was just like, I'm basically sending you porn. Like, is that what's happening yeah. right now? Are yeah. we just well, at a point where we're just sending each other porn? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but like, and you were like, well, I sent you from French Ruta, so like, well, or that that picture of what was this Quentin James with his dick? FYI, Quentin James has three different stage names. <laughs> Quentin James has so if you guys anybody remembers Jack Two, what the fuck was that book called? Bad Boy Heaven. Is it Bad yes, Boy Heaven? Bad Boy yes. Heaven. Where I, I feel like it's like fuck. I'm That's like a episode porn star. five. Yeah, um, and I picked a porn star, mm-hmm. and um, who is good looking mm-hmm. he has three or four different stage names of course he does that makes one is sense. like one is like ram or big dick or ram i mean i'm just gonna whatever assume. yeah whatever he's british it's, whatever it's fine um so yeah but french I mean, brutus it, is french so yeah he <laughs> there is there you go yeah he is anywho um but no i mean so i think yeah no i totally agree like i think it, and you and i've also talked about this too is like with Men, it's it is they are, we men right now are in such a better place than their fathers were. Oh, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Because it is okay for a man to be sensitive. It is okay for yeah. a man to cry. It is okay for a man to really speak his feelings about other men, yeah. not only just women, but other men. Mm-hmm. And I think as a society we're better for it. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, in real time, I watch my husband raise a daughter who, I mean, he is, I can only imagine, like, so much different than his own father was raising him. You know? And, Hashtag get a daughter. Oh, my God. It's just, like, I, I'm i grateful um, to be living in a time where I can text my BFF, Ray, and just be like, here's a thing you know (laughs) and it's okay and i have more than one friend that i can that i can do that with and i appreciate that and i i'm so grateful for those friendships 
And I'm sad that, like, my mom's generation didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a different time, and that's fine, but it was just different, and I wish that they would have had that. So, my text to Veronica this morning was, I think I used my vibrator yeah. too much because I totally had a dream where I fell in love with a robot man. So It's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Of course, my response fine. was, um, I may complain about my boobs too much, the size of my boobs too much, because I had a dream that I had a breast reduction surgery and they were smaller than I wanted them to be. So, <laughs> and I had forgotten so I, about it. Like, and I, I had that dream on like full disclosure Thursday night. And then like part of the way through the day on Friday, I remembered the dream and I texted it to my husband who texted back. This is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dream. It's a nightmare. baby. This is an actual nightmare. Well, as I said, it's it's a it's a Tales from the Crypt episode. That's what both of those are. Tales yeah. from the Crypt episodes. Because mm-hmm. usually it's some sort of morality sure. tale of yeah, some sort. That makes sense. Both both starring Tree Williams. It's fine. <laughs> so Shall we No, I yeah, think let's... that's good. Shall we move on to Eggplants and Hearts? Yeah. We yeah, so we'll do that and or do we want to do we do eggplants and hearts and stunt casting. Stunt casting, correct? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so first of all, do you recommend this book? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um also before we move on, hold on. Um uh, before we move on, I'd like to take one second to talk about the fucking amazing Oh, where the hell is it? I had it saved and everything. What the fuck? Do you have the name of the of the artist? Because I had it saved. Oh shit! Um, the artist who does no, I don't have it saved. It's in the acknowledgments of yeah, the book. Yeah, we can see the acknowledgments um, because I have it open, but I, I know I highlighted it and for some reason. It's the not covers are amazing. The covers are like the cover for this one, and then the first one you had me at Ola. It's oh my god, oh so my god. good. I Alexis, I would have a, I'd have posters. Of they're them beautiful. They're gorgeous. They're so beautiful. Um, um, they are... Oh, I did want to read a quote. Oh, there it is. I found it. Okay, so What's her name? Bo Fang Lin. B-O Fang F-E-N-G Lin. Beautiful. Yeah, they're beautiful. I love them both. I love I love both of them. I would totally... You guys can't see it, but I have I have a lot of art in my wallet. I can see it. So, you can see it. So, I would totally, in a heartbeat, put both of those up on my walls. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, and then Alexis had posted some um, some fan art that was also beautiful yes. of the yes. of uh, Gabe and Michelle. That was really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a lot of quotes that I actually don't want to read because I'm afraid that they'll give away too many plot points. But um, yeah, uh, I do want. To, there is one moment though where um, Gabe is talking to his mother. Uh, she says, um, she speaks in Spanish, but she also says, um, like hooking up or friends con benefits. Gabe choked on his wine. Mommy, you do not, you, um, you think I don't know about this stuff? I have screen flicks and chill. (laughs) Screen flicks. Screen flicks and chill. Love it. Fucking lost my mind when I read that. FYI, we are now following Bo Fenglin. Oh, thank God. It's a man. Oh, really? Okay. It's a man. I'm into it. His art is 
fucking awesome. And yes, thank you. And it looks like a lot of it is it's uh, Asian and uh, Latina art. Um, Into it. He's also kind of cute. But just don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tell him. Um, He's actually really good looking. Let's just. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised I mean, at all. It's fine. Um, yeah. So, oh my god, I fucking love this. I'm gonna put it up so you can see it. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? Um, <sighs> oh, I do. Yeah. I love it. It's very. I mean, it's like. Oh, um, oh that's so pretty. Yeah, I I'll have really, to find it, him later. I I'm not. Gonna oh, this find is the it. woman. He he. Yeah. He uh, modeled it after. Anywho, so now I'm just going to go through my oh both my. Lens, um okay. and stuff. <clears throat> so we're going to be back in two and two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coolio. And we're back. We're back. And I'm just going to put a disclaimer. There's a little shithead down here that you mm-hmm. might hear in the background. That's okay. Bucky Sebastian Barnes is down. Mm-hmm. He's loud and in charge. He's large mm-hmm. and in charge. He's not large. He's loud and in charge. Um, also, so Hermione little. has been joining in. Yeah, she has been. And yeah. not singing the song of her people. Just hissing. No. Just, you know, making some noises. Yeah. So if you guys have your drinking game ready. Um, whatever. Yeah, you're at least taking a, yeah, at least taking a shot of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for, you know, when they... When race when they're fight. making noises. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do Fine. some hearts and eggplants. Yes. Yes, Queen. Yes. So yes. Hearts. <laughs> hearts first, right? Sure. I mean, it's our podcast, so I guess we can kind of do whatever we want. Oh, you know what? Um, I'd also like to talk about really quick. Yeah. Um, I'd also just because I want to get the obligatory Captain America's ass segment in. Yes. So let's talk about that. Uh, those. The TikTok you, I sent you yesterday? Yeah, yeah. You said you fell down a TikTok hole. I had a rabbit hole is what, yeah. was what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever find the original audio? Oh, film? yeah. And it was Chris Evans. It was oh, Chris Evans. That is the original. That's the thing. So I, so yesterday, I it was yesterday, right? Yes. All the days blur together. Um, I saw a TikTok that was um, just some audio with like pictures of Chris Evans talking about how um, they would let this man like do unspeakable things to them. Mm-hmm. I've heard and, before, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have too. And so I went back because I wanted to know, like, who was the original person talking about Give them their when props. they, mm-hmm. right? And it was Chris Evans. Well, then I, of course, went down and, like, looked at all of the, all of the different videos that had been made with that audio. Uh, lots of Sebastian Stan. Because <laughs> I asked, I said, I, I, I would assume there's a Sebastian Stan so with this. So many. So many. A lot of, uh, I would assume pictures of him from Parade without his shirt on. Probably. I mean, yeah, I didn't watch broad, all of them. was a show on Broadway that he was in. It was just like, I was scrolling like down the list and just looking for. You're peeping like, on it. Yeah, of course. Of course. I was like, oh, Pedro Pascal. Yep. Ray will love this one. And so I didn't even watch it. I just like sent it. And um, Adam Driver. I mean, as soon as I saw one that I was like. Right with like this. I just sent it to her. Jensen Eccles. Um, yeah. So there were a lot of them. Uh, and Chris Evans was the star of many. Well, many. As, I, as I said, I don't know if I, did I end up sending? I don't think I did. Excuse me. I think that there is a common denominator, except for Adam Driver. He's the outlier. But they're all like brownish, brown haired, 
men with the same sort of like facial features and same sort of build. Chris Evans has like lighter. He has like blondish hair though. Well, so does Jensen Ackles. True. And then yeah. you got mm-hmm. you got Tom Hiddleston. Oh yeah, I forgot I sent you that one. I specifically sent you T-Hits. that one for your mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my Ray's mom, mom please. loves Loki a little bit. I think yes. she likes Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Yeah, this literally this is why I scrolled until I found one of Tom Hiddleston. There were many though. There were many. I mean, T Hids. I would listen to T Hids. If you want an ASMR of anybody, I want T Hids just reading something in the sexiest manner he possibly could, and I would fucking come. Probably, I would would not be surprised. Also, can I please tell you that this week, one time, one fucking time. Scrolling through our for you page for the for the podcast, um, I came across like an ASMR. What a, ASMR is that? What mm-hmm. it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are. Oh God, I'm so fucking irritated about this. Just thinking about it, there. They show up on our for you page like they're doing lives every single night. This happens with just these. It's women. It's always women mm-hmm. sitting in front of a fucking microphone whispering into it making mouth noises oh, and like God. scratching at the microphone. No, nope. you just keep that. Guess what? If you have misphonia, that is a hell on earth. That is the yes. seventh level of hell. It's horrible. So I like hate watch two minutes of it one night and now that shit will not disappear a heart for you, Paige. You know what could be worse? If they were making wet mouth noises. Oh, that, there's lots of that too. Oh, God. They just specifically shoot me in the ear balls. Ray, these people make money doing this. I, as Not I said to me. my husband multiple times this week, I've made every wrong life decision. Like, I have not made a single good life decision in terms of, like, you know, getting rich, I guess. I would have to hate you, though, if you made, if you got rich on, on, on ear sounds. And I wouldn't give a flying fuck if you hated me because I got rich off of making ear sounds. Let's just be real about that. We wouldn't be friends. No, we wouldn't be. But speaking uh, of your sounds, yes, yeah, speaking of your sounds. But like, I also couldn't. I mean, I could not just like put things over a microphone and like use brushes and shit. And like, I just, I'm not fucking interested in that. I'm just, I'm just not. Uh, and I did show it to my husband, who was like, "Why are you showing this to me? I don't understand why you want me to share in your misery." In the same way that you are experiencing it. Like, I just couldn't... Both my husband and I were on another on another level angry about those live videos. And the, one woman in particular I hate more than all of the rest of them. So, I, I have mentioned on this podcast, um, Sleep With Me podcast, where mm-hmm. Scooter talks in such a, like, a monotone sort of, like easy breezy manner and people be like well let's say ASMR I'm like no that's not no no because I don't want somebody whispering like they're gonna like I'm gonna talk to you like this I'm like no, get the fuck out of my ears it's, it creeps me out the no. whispering doesn't bother me so much as when they put literally one of them is just like making clicking sounds with her oh, mouth and off. I'm like I can't don't I fucking eat hate a dick. you eat all of the dicks nope I don't remember when the, I think I was editing the last podcast and like Oh, because we were waiting. laughing at the, at the Yeah, at the I was end. like waiting for one of them to export and I was like scrolling through TikTok and one of them came up and I put the I 
pulled it up for my husband and myself. And I was just like, are you as angry? I like, I showed it to him to like, get as angry about it as I did. I was like, are you as angry about this as I am? And he goes, I don't want to watch it. He was like, can you please turn this off? Like, I don't want to experience this. I, so again, if anybody has misphonia, you know that you get irrationally angry at sounds. Yes. So. Mouth noises really bother me. Mouth noises, people eating bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you're somewhere and it's quiet and somebody re- crackles somebody, something, it is like a fucking, like, somebody shot me in the spine. It is, there's things that just, I can't, I can't handle. I cannot handle. Um, breathing, yeah. heavy breathing. Oh my God. Yes. I can't. It makes me Same. irrationally Same. angry. And yes. I was like, it's just really funny, like, for the longest time, because my sister has it too, and we wondered... Why are we so angry about this stupid shit? And yeah. then come to find out, no, this is an actual physical issue. It's like a issue. thing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a physical mental issue is that you have this thing where it's like, oh, this is why I want to fucking punch somebody in the throat. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like, I, I don't think my case is, is as severe as yours, but my hearing is very sensitive, mm-hmm. like very sensitive in a way that makes absolutely no fucking sense. But I can hear things that shock people and yeah. so i i can literally like i can hear carbonation in a drink farther away than i should be able to hear it mm-hmm. and not because it's hitting the side of the glass but because it's just the carbonation in the drink yeah yeah like well, you it heard is... the crickets and the and the one commentary that i couldn't oh hear. yeah of course of course yeah no i can hear a lot of things that and i can hear I tell my daughter all the time um, if she if she says something like repeatedly because that's something toddlers do like they'll just keep saying it if they think mm-hmm. no one heard them, and I literally have said to her so many times I heard you the first time I hear basically everything like in partial warning I hear basically everything so if you try and sneak in when you're a teenager I'll fucking know it but like oh speaking of hearing things yes he's he's fighting with her. Oh, well, that's not nice. Bucky Sebastian Barnes. Yeah. It was my bad because I like I went upstairs to the bathroom and I was like, he looks so sad in his crate. And I was like, oh, you should come out. And I'm like, maybe this is a bad idea. And now it's a bad idea because they're fighting behind me. Perfect. Uh, do you want to take a moment or do you want to talk about hearts and eggplants? Because we never really got into that. Let me take a moment. Okay. Yes. This is where we put the Spanish Shall flea I play in. the Jeopardy music? Yeah, I'll put the Spanish flea music in. <laughs> So we should, we should talk about good things. Um, all right. So you want to talk about hearts and eggplants? Yeah, let's do that. Do you, okay. Hit me in the face with some eggplants. (laughs) Hit me in the face (laughs) with some eggplants. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say this is pretty steamy. So I'm going to go four on this one. Okay. Okay. Um, there was a lot of sex in this book. I mean, there um, was, yeah. I mean, some of it was like, when we say explicit, we just mean that like, they use the word cock and they use the yeah. word like there's like it's not just like nether regions or whatever it is like right. it's, it's pretty not... much detailed yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so i'm gonna say this was i have to say that to me and this is just 
for me. This was the hot, this hottest scene was where he fingers her in bed. Behind oh, yeah. her. And when they're in bed together. That was, was like, really hot. This is really fucking sexy. Um, and it's like, and because she can't be loud because her parents are home yep. at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the, the fear of getting caught. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, that was four. really hot. Mm-hmm. That was super hot. And like, also at the, I mean, yeah. at the end of that, like, he, she's like, okay, what about you? And he's like, no, I just really wanted to make you come. Mm-hmm. Well, so maybe we should say a little bit. She, oh, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to say anything. I know. I don't want to ruin anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, respect your choice entirely. Um, I said a three and a half. Uh, I don't know why. I, I feel like maybe because it wasn't... Um, I don't know. I don't know why, actually. I, I just said three and a half because I was, it was like more in the middle of the road to me, but not like, I don't know. I think It was I hot. Was, the My favorite was actually the one in her apartment. Well, and I was just going to say, sometimes like if you, if you have a doggy, doggy style, you're mm-hmm. automatically going right. to get throw up to four. Right. Oh, sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there was one of those guys. That was super hot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Talk to me about your hearts. I'm going to go three. I also said three. I mean, it wasn't like there's not, I mean, you're dealing with second chance romance. So it's not like Uh there's like a build up to something. It's already there. Right. The build up is built in kind of. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I did, we've talked a little bit about this, but like childhood friends to lovers is something that's like just very sweet. Um, but at the, I don't want to say too much, but like, I know the ending is, is very sweet. Yes. The ending is so sweet. Like though, just, Oh, it's so sweet. And I don't want to say anything that would like give any of that away. Cause let's just say just, they both have grand gestures. Yeah, they both have grand gestures in a way that's very fitting mm-hmm. for their friendship. Maybe we should have GG levels. Oh, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll discuss that at a different time. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about stunt casting? <laughs> sure. Sure. Let me, let me. Um, um, so I only did the two. Okay. I have three. Okay. But, uh, but yes. Okay. So please give me your Michelle. Okay, give me one second. I should have had it pulled up, but of course Do I didn't. Do it. Because... You're fine. So Don't you're going to laugh because this person is a forefront in my mind. Oh, is this? Oh, Scott Eastwood. Okay. No. So when we go into Pinterest, I always get to see other things that have been saved. So I'm like, okay. Um, Scott Eastwood is hot as fuck. Um, the one podcast I listen to, they refer to him as a car because he um, has the personality of a car. Anyhow, <laughs> he doesn't have to talk. It's okay. Yeah, you know, they're like he's like an, an an inanimate object. Okay, it's fine. So, um, give me two seconds. So what we do when we stunt cast? So it's like a celebrity that we think might work with a character. Yeah, like um, if if this were going to be a movie, this like might be who we cast. Them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes it's not so much a like an actor. It might be like um uh, like we've used Kevin Love before. Sometimes it's a porn star. Sometimes it's a porn star. It is what it is. Welcome to the podcast. There is mine. Oh, yes. Hang on. Open my chat back up. All right. 
Oh my god, she's beautiful. So this is Melanie Diaz. She is um, one of the sisters oh, on Charms. She's, so she's a little older. She's thirty-seven. She's beautiful. She's so. And I picked the one that she's in a blue dress because of the one um, uh, luncheon they went to. Yeah, the luncheon. Oh, yeah. She wears a blue dress, and yeah, um, mm-hmm. and she's just g- gorgeous. She's yeah, she's gorgeous. beautiful, and she's super. She's super cute on Charms mm-hmm. too. Um, she plays the middle middle sister, I think it is. Uh, okay. But I think she's the middle sister, but she's the oldest one oh, in, in real life. Um, but that is my um, Michelle. I'm into that. I like it. She's beautiful. Um, all right. So my Michelle, I just sent you two pins, uh, is a woman oh named uh, Maria Elena Lass. Holy and shit. I know. Is she gorgeous? I want to fucking make out with her. I know. She's beautiful. So uh, Michelle is is described as having like honey colored eyes. Mm -hmm. And so the two, I'm always kind of confused by any kind of description that says honey colored eyes because I'm like, yellow? Like, (laughs) you know, like a golden? You know, so it's amber or something like that. Right. It's, It's just. Very few people have that eye color, but the two right. photos that Everyone I specifically has gray eyes, though. Exactly. That was my so of my eyes. the two photos that I specifically chose, like her eyes are maybe more of like an amber color. Um. Anyway, uh, what else has she been in? Sorry, hang on. I I'm looking lost, to see. I lost my IMDb tab. Um. I have never seen any of these. No, I think she's also like a producer. Is that the person that I was thinking of? Because uh, I looked her up on my phone thing. earlier. Yeah, I've never seen any of the stuff that she's been in, unfortunately. I think a lot of it is in Spanish, except for the hot yeah. chick. And Pacific Blue. Um, oh, yeah, No, Pacific she produced Blue. one thing. Um, and... She was, was born in Puerto lovely. Rico. Mm-hmm. Um... Yes, hot chick. She was in a movie called Vita, Vital Signs, Warrior. Like, I don't think that um, she's been in a ton of things. But, like, mm-hmm. when I saw her face, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I could see that. Because she's beautiful, but not in, like, some, I don't know, like. Um, not going to lie, I don't want to see this warrior show. Hello. She's gorgeous, man. Like, well, I kind of like it because it's, like, it's a mixture of Asian and uh, it looks like Asian and Latin. Yeah, also actors. the costumes in that. Yeah. I'm 10 like, out of 10. Yeah, because it looks like it's like maybe like, well, it's late 1800s, but then this is like right up my alley. This is like Penny Dreadful right up my alley. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Okay, here's the horrible thing about uh, uh, Ray right now is that like if I can't if I can't put it on the on on the back while I'm doing something else, it's hard for me. So I haven't watched, I have not watched a lot of foreign stuff because I can't read subtitles. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do like stuff with subtitles, but no, I get it. Anyway, that's my Michelle. I like it. She's pretty. She's gorgeous. Right. I do. I mean, who is your Gabe? Okay. (laughs) So, um, I'm laughing just because I'm like, Oh God, he's so pretty. Okay. So Gabe, a number of times she mentioned his dimples. Oh, yeah. So I went by dimples. Yes. And dimples in Latin. <laughs> dimples in Latin. So this person is not necessarily the most Latin person on the planet, but they said he is Latin actor. 
Um, I went by nipples. And holy God, does he have the cutest nipples. Also, he is bisexual. Oh. Um, his name is Tyler Posey. Oh, he, I can see, like, the Latin in him, though. Yeah, his mother was, um, it was, like, something Garcia Posey. Um, and his father, like, he's in from um, Teen, Teen Wolf. Okay. Um, and, but he has been, he is gender fluid and also sexual, like, he's a, I thought it said sexuality fluid, which I would assume was pansexual. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but he's very much an, uh, um, an, um, a spokesperson for um, the LGBTQIA uh, plus community. So. Well, they are cute. They are super cute. Like, I enjoy them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes. So, yeah. Tyler Posey. I like that one dimple is, is I want to put my tongue in it a little bit. I'm not going to lie. A little bit. But, a and little he's bit. like 29, so he's a lot. He's, he's, they are a lot. Sorry, my apologies. They are um, a little younger, so they're 29. But. Okay, um, fair enough. It's fine. I think they. I think with them and then with um, Melanie, I think it just her being a little older evens it out. Fine, mm-hmm. totally fine. Mm-hmm. Tell me about um, yours. Okay, so mine. Listen, when I was googling like Puerto Rican actors, there are not that many that like fit the age. Yeah. Range. Well, I mean, you can always imagine, like, I've used, what's his face? Uh, I mean, I've used other people who have been older and just said, imagine them when they were younger. Right. So, so that's okay. what I did. So okay. that's my preface. I'm I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm excited. You should be. Oh, God. Fuck me. Yes. In Fuck me in my face. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I'm just going to keep sending you photos. Um, and then I will tell you oh, who it is. Fuck. fuck me. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. 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 One more. Okay. So uh, the person that I chose for Gabe. Oh, honestly, my God. I want to make out with him so much. Anyhow, anyhow. Uh, who doesn't? Let's just oh. be honest about that. So uh, regardless of sexuality or gender, or you want to make out with him. Wanna, like, you just oh do. So my His first hair, thought, honestly, when she was talking about the dimples, my first thought was Mario Lopez. Okay, because oh. dimples, right? Yeah. But then uh, I was like, I don't know, like too old, right? Like Mario Lopez, also a bit of a creep. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's too old for this. But then, of course, I had trouble finding. Anyway, so then tonight, when I was like really thinking about it, I cast mm-hmm. Michelle already, and I I have one more that I had already thought about. But this one, like, I couldn't. I had a hard time with Gabe, like finding someone that I thought really fit him. <laughs> just sitting here, just staring, going. Uh huh. And then I was like, Oh my god, I know who exactly. It'll be the dude from CSI Miami slash and slash NCIS and Jane the Virgin. And, and that is fucking Adam Rodriguez. Everyone, <sighs> he is hot as all hell. I mean, like I. Oh god, damn it, he's so. He's, oh my God, like, I want to throw all the legs over him. Every leg. Every leg. Oh, Every wait. possible leg. Hold on. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, okay, okay, hold on. Okay, so. He is do, so pretty. Do not type in Adam Rodriguez, Cleveland, Ohio. It's not the same Adam Rodriguez, because oh. what comes up as the first is Cleveland man admits to kidnapping teen girl walking home. Perfect. Not, not, not Perfect. this beautiful specimen of of beautiful I will say that checks out but not him holy fuck (laughs) he's so pretty 
Oh, I have to send you this one because you didn't send this one to me. So I'm going to send it to you. Please do. Why? Holy God. Okay. Um. Oh my God. <sighs> um. Here, here we go. Let me just um. Or maybe not. Maybe it's not NCIS. It's Criminal Minds. I think he ends up on Criminal Minds. No, that's um. The guy from What's His Face. No, he, after he leaves. Oh, does he take over for that guy? What's his name? You know, the guy from that '70s show. Shit. That's NCIS. Hang on. I'll have to look him up. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. All those procedural drama. I don't know. <gasps> Holy shit. Right? Holy God. Oh, my God. You. It's perfect. Perfect. Oh, he's never shirt on Christ. <laughs> I could crack. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> okay. We need to move on because I just keep. I can't, I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> I never saw Magic Mike. He was a Magic Mike. I never saw it either. I didn't either. But I guess he was in it. Oh fuck! Oh god! Okay, here, hold on. Here's a picture from oh. Magic Mike. Here you go. Um, enjoy this one. Oh, fuck Jesus me Christ. in the face, please. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, please do. <gasps> Holy oh. shit! Oh, of course, what? Oh, this is when he was on. Must have been Grey's Anatomy. Was he on Grey's Anatomy? He I don't know. He, there's a picture Grey's of him Anatomy. and Catherine Heigl, and she's dressed in a wedding wedding in a in a bridal gown. What? I don't know. I'm just where. He wasn't on Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. Well, I don't know what show he was on that she's in a bridal gown. But I don't know. She tried to be in some movies. It didn't work yeah, out well for she's, her. She's a horrible person. That's fine. Oh, that's weird. I don't like him with a mustache, but I mean... No, no, I like no one with a mustache, okay? No one. I like Pedro, Pedro Pascal with a mustache. You can, I'll give that to you. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, I like let's Ted move on. Lasso with a mustache. All Thank right, you very fine. much. fine. I'll give that to you, too. I'll give that to you, too. God mustache. <laughs> Jet ski Jet rides. ski mustache. <laughs> oh god we gotta move on because i will sit here and just we look at pictures on. of him okay um all right i have one more and okay. i will say that like this person that i have could be either of the moms in my opinion oh okay i think i saw it when i got into probably um okay here hang on let me paste um Either I thought, yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw Reed Moreno, yeah. Either Gabe or Michelle's mom, I feel like really could be Rita Moreno. Yeah. Um, just like an iconic uh, Puerto Rican older woman. Yeah. Gorgeous, spunky, funny, like just amazing in general. And Cheetah uh, Rivera could have been the abuela. Yeah. Yeah. Rita Moreno's still beautiful. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I lo- I mean, as, like, she, what is she, in her 80s now? Possibly. Hang on. Oh, my she God. Was There's a video 40, of when... Or, I'm sorry. She was born in 1931. Oh, so yeah. So, 90? Yeah. She's 90, yeah, 90 this year. Yeah, she'll be 90 at the end of this year. There She's is... still beautiful. A video of Gwen Verdon, so Verdon and Fosse, Verdon, and Cheetah Rivera in Chicago. Oh. Ugh. 
Anywho. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, Rita Moreno, I think, could be, like, yeah, either of their moms. Yeah. Um, she is from Puerto Rico, I believe, right? I don't know. Um, sorry, she, uh... Oh, God, I'm going back to Adam Rodriguez. Close oh, it. there Just you close go. Of course you do. Close it out, close it out, close it out. Um, shit, shit, shit. Where are you? Yeah, she was born in Puerto Rico, 1931. Yes. Nice. Um, anyway, I, I just feel like she would be kind of perfect for that kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Anywho, that's all I did. I didn't do anybody else. Me either. All right, let's do some recommendations. Let's do it. You go first. Okay, so um, I finally read... So I got a, um, an arc of Devil in Disguise... That um, I had already purchased it for, like, pre, you know, because it's at least, like, fucking clay paws. Of course I did. Yeah, so it's not going to be bad, is what we're saying. No. So I decided, I'm going to fucking, like, finally get into it and read it. Because, I mean, I they approved me of the arc literally the day before. I was like, fuck you! I'm not going to have time to read it and fucking write a review. Although right. I did do that this week. However, to the book's detriment. Anywho, it was not a good book. Anywho. Although, I think if you've read my review of, I don't remember what the name of the book is. Not even for a duke. Garrett fucking Winslow is one of the best male characters. Like, up there. He's up there. Uh, best male characters I've read. Uh, especially of a historical romance. He's fantastic. Oh, um, unfortunately, the book falls apart. But, yes. Anyhow. So, Bummer. my recommendation is Devil in Disguise by Lisa Claypas, Which um, is one of... Is the, I, I don't know if it's going to be the last. I would assume it is. Because I think it's book seven or eight. I don't remember... In the the Revenel series, okay, so right. um, which is pretty much all the kids of the Wallflowers, and if you notice that I'm all I'm going to say is you notice that Devil is in the title, so you can imagine whose lineage this comes from. Um, I really enjoyed it. You've got a, I mean, as with most Lisa Claypots, you've got a really strong. She's a widow who uh, is running her husband's business. And uh, he, the heroine, is, or the, sorry, the hero is a Scotsman, hello, um, who is a whiskey distiller. And um, there's amnesia, there's a, a murder plot. So there's a whole lot of shit that's going on. Well, and you shit. have Sebastian St. Vincent, who is one of the best characters Lisa uh, Clayposs has ever written. Um, oh. And so it actually made me read Devil in Winter again, and I loved it. So I mean, if we're going through the whole, you know, you know, back back catalog, go Devil in Winter. If you have not read it, please do. It's so good. It's so good. You've got a, a spunky slash like traumatized, but yet strong, confident heroine, and you have a rake who went, you know, is just falls on on abashedly in love with her um so yeah that's my recommendation. you also went and like reread portions of love in the afternoon i did i did which i sent to you all the ones Mm -hmm. that were just breaking my heart as i read them god the ones with leo where he gives away uh beatrice is just like i mean if you've not read like lisa claypas i have to say like 
her wallflowers are, are strong. The Hathaways are strong. Some I like better than others. I, for the longest time, I loved Love in uh, Married by Morning. And I still do. I, it's like right up there. But Love in the Afternoon, because you have, he's, he, it's, it's a, uh, a lot of it is epistolary. So you have um, letters. The first part of it is letters back and forth between, um, and she's pretending to be somebody else. She's pretending to be this like snobby friend of hers. And, and he falls in love with that character. So when he gets back from the war, he's like broken. And he, and she's like a weirdo. Like She's like me. She loves animals. So I've, I know I've talked about this book before, but if you mm-hmm, haven't mm-hmm. read it, like it's so, so he, he finds out it was her that wrote, you know, wrote the, the letters about 40% of the way through. He's already like in love with her. So mm-hmm. it's trying to figure out his, his severe PTSD through the rest of it, which is unusual for a Regency romance. So that's what I really like about it. It's like you have these, these men who are coming back from like Waterloo who are dealing with this. And what was there's book? not too many that have that, especially. And so she deals with it really well. Like, like Christopher, his name's Christopher Phelan. He agrees to marry Beatrice, but he says, we will never share a bed. We will never share a bed at night. Because he has nightmares, he has horrible nightmares that will like from his PTSD. And wasn't it the Duchess deal that also had like he was severely yes. scarred and from he didn't want cannon. her to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, like we don't all think about that, but like think about being in war at that time, like how horrible it would have been. It's horrible now, let alone is, back then, right? Especially since yeah. you didn't have like, like so reading Devil in Winter. Sebastian gets shot at some point and a large majority of the book is him uh, them trying to take care of him while he is dealing with a gunshot wound which a gunshot wound meant death it didn't matter right, yeah. where you got shot because the fever right. was going to get you right which now we're just like you fucking take some Tylenol and you're done you're good you know and you take right. some penicillin or whatever if you get an infection but right. so yeah I mean um, yes I am the romance I'm the historical romance person so yeah that's fine yeah so that's I my mean, recommendation. I mean, I brought up the Duchess deal. So read, read Tessa Dare, read Lisa Kleypas. Yeah. Please. If you are interested in historical romance, like you cannot go wrong with the two of them. No, no. I mean, um, absolutely not. And, um, in Amanda quick, I will say Amanda quick, uh, read her as Amanda quick. There's some, um, uh, although there's some like the 1920s ones that I'm, I have no desire to read, but, um, if you're looking for a strong, like, no nonsense, sometimes a wallflower, sometimes like a, a blue stocking, those mm-hmm. three you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, okay, so mine. I got. I downloaded this. Um, I I think I got it for free. Fuck, I don't remember at this point. But it was. Um, it's like the ultimate sports romance box set. I think I downloaded it like over the summer. Uh, so I, I read the first one. It was fine, I guess. Um, and then I got to like this, I don't know, second or third one in the in the box set. And it was a it was from Kay Bromberg. Now, the only other Kay Bromberg, Bromberg I've read is Driven. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> But I, like I said, I read that short story, that Christmas one that was really good. I liked. It was one of the right. ones I, that Passion Fix made that I liked. Yeah. 
Right. So I was like, I don't know, like maybe we'll just give it a shot. It's in this box set. You never know. So I start reading it and I was like, this is a billion times better in terms of quality than Driven was at all. Like writing quality, story, everything I just thought was far better. Um, I have a, Keep going. I have a question for you about that in a second. Okay, so as I was reading the story, I realized that it's not a standalone, it's a duet. (laughs) And I know you. Yeah, of course I have to fucking finish it. So then, of course, I had to buy the second one because I had to know what happened. I mean, it ends on a major cliffhanger. Major cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were some people in the reviews that were like, this could have been wrapped up if you just would have tacked on 50 more pages. But I actually don't agree with that. because No, the, from what you told me, it doesn't sound like they could have. The cliffhanger is so fucking major that I just don't agree with that. Because no, so, if she had, they'd been like, it was rushed. Yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm recommending it because A, it has kept me on the edge of my goddamn seat. Because mostly I just want to see like how the two, it's a very, um, the hero is a baseball player who is rehabbing from an injury. Mm-hmm. The heroine is his physical therapist. So like it's already very uh. taboo and that like they shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing this. Um, but also the attraction that they have together and the connection that they have together is very profound. It's not artificial or superficial or anything like that. It's not circumstantial where like, oh, it's just because they're working together so closely. The two of them share like a bond. I mean, truly they do. They have a mutual love of baseball. They both grew up with it. Um, They get each other. Mm -hmm. And it's just very sweet. Like the, the way that they feel about each other. So then, of course, it ended on a cliffhanger, and I just had to order the second one. Um, so the second one is like them. It, it's called the the first one's the player, the second one's the catch. So it's them like trying to figure out how they're going to like navigate this relationship that they've gotten themselves into. Um, and in the interest of full disclosure, I have not finished the catch because I had to stop for a lot like adios. Um, but I'm, I'm almost, I'm like three fourths of the way through. Um, and I don't know how this is going to end. Like, I truly don't know how things, it's a romance novel. I assume the two of them will end up together, but the way that they're each of their own personal lives are going, mm-hmm. I don't know how those issues are going to resolve themselves. This so I'm the still very one. fascinated. There's only two. There's only the it's two. two. Yeah. There's okay. a duet. So, um, I like both of the characters. I think both of them are great. Uh, I really, I adore him. I really do. So here's my question. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think she she wrote herself into a corner with Colton? I don't think like, Colton did her any favors. Let's put it yeah, that way. I think, like, I wonder if she, like, she thought she'd do this, like, kind of douchey sort of. And I think she wrote him into, and then she couldn't get out of that because there, honestly, that first book, there's no coming. I mean, I don't, I didn't read the book, but watching that, I would assume the passion flicks, if I remember correctly, was pretty close to the book. That I would have been like, "Fuck this rest of this book." I would be like, "You can die in a ditch, asshole." Well, 
not only that oh shit that's not what i wanted to do i was trying to like filter out by publication date um i will say this i it's not just the characters it's the quality of the writing oh driven okay. is not at all up to speed with where ah, the play <laughs> with where the player and the catch are not even close i would not have even believed it was the same author well, it's like, I had really liked, so the one that she wrote was um, Holiday Lift, I believe. No, no, The Package, The Package. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. and I thought that was adorable, and I thought it was actually, like, very well written, and it was, like, the the guy's character, the, the male character was really, you know, like, it was, it was talking about working at an underwear company, like, in a lingerie company. And I thought, right, like, right. I thought it was it was clever, and I mean, I he obviously knew who like what the, the turn is, but I I mean I enjoyed both characters like, but it sounded to me like driven is like I, I don't understand how you like any of the male characters in this the series. Yeah, so I'm looking through like her Amazon. Um publications like based on publication date looks like driven came out like around the same time as holiday lift but even then like it's just okay so the player came out like after i don't know i don't know i'm driven is not the same quality as the player and the catch are there it's just not what's the one that she's got now is that they're doing is it tangled is tangled hers too i don't know Hang on, let me go back. I don't know. I think it might be going backward in terms of like the publication. Hard to love. I don't know. Is this the Play Hard series? That's what she's got going on right now. Well, though, I mean, what you told me about this one sounds really good, though. Yeah, no, this one is much better. Um, I like both of the characters. They're both dealing with their own shit that is like really complicated. It's very relatable. It's real life shit. There's. Um, you're dealing with like, I think they're both in their maybe mid twenties, like they're or like. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, any kind of um, sports romance is going to be somewhat in their early to mid twenties because you only have so much time, right? Like until your body is just not willing any longer. Right, right. So, uh, I I want to say he is like twenty five, and she is around that age as well. Um, like, cause like Roy Kent is like somebody's granddad. Right. I just want to bring up Roy Kent. So hot. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it's really, it's much better than I expected it to be. When I saw that she was the author, I was like, God damn it. Like, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, like, I wasn't looking forward to it because Driven was my introduction to her. Yeah. I think Passion Flicks did not do any justice. But I read the book and I didn't like it. No, but I'm saying like. It's, it's, again, questions of, like, why that one? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, absolutely. I, because of... I think that, and you had brought up in the past, too, that uh, maybe they were looking, Passion Flix is looking for, like, a series. Anything that they make a, a series out of. Well, because then they Wheels Inferno, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like. Right. This one's no only desire. a duet. Right. Like the player and the catch. However, I do think that could have been a series. That could have been an eight episode 10 episode arc which is truly it could have they they took over they bought um 
Matchmaker's Playbook, which there are like two or three two or three um, books in that series. They've only made the first one, which I read the second one and it was okay. Like it wasn't anything to write home about, but I don't know. I mean, she, it's funny because I think I sent you the um, the uh, Instagram that she that they posted. It was like. Tell us what books you're excited about. What should be made into a movie? I was like, why don't you oh, listen right. to our fucking podcast? Because we'll tell you. Because the shit that you're choosing, I don't... I have no desire to read that book. I mean, and that's just me. Just the quality of this one, of these two, this duet, was much better. Right. In terms of backstory, in terms of character building, it's all better. It's all much, much better. There's like, there's foreshadowing early on in the first book that leads to storylines in the second book. I mean, it's it's a big deal. It it's much better, much better. So anyway, the player and the catch duet from Kay Bromberg. What else you got? Um, um I have a podcast recommendation, and okay. as I said, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. My podcast recommendation is the problem with John Stewart. Yes. So, it's going to be a show, and then they're also going to have, which they do with The Daily Show, they have The Daily Show In Your Ears, which is the podcast version of the episode of The Daily Show. So, I would assume nice. it's going to be the same thing as with the John Stewart show on Apple TV, is they will have the uh, podcast version. So excited. Which I believe is the 30th of September? Is it? Um, let's see. Let me just double check with that. The date. first episode dropped. Well, it's like a teaser. Um, yeah, it's a it's teaser. Really it's called th- The Problem with Teasers. Um, give me one second. Um, problem with John Stewart. I want to say it comes at the end of this month. Um, September 30th. Yes. So if you enjoyed The Daily Show, if you enjoyed his stand-up, if you enjoyed naked, making pictures of of famous people, you will enjoy this. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're all giving it thumbs up. I'm going to assume. I cannot wait. Um. Yeah. Cannot wait. Um, yeah, so that is our podcast. Um, we'll tell you what's coming up, and then we'll tell you where to find us. So coming up is, um, next up is our page to screen, which is like Water for Chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then after that is Abby Jimenez, what's the book called? The Happy Ever After Playlist. There you go. And that's October 5th. So that's September 28th is like Water for Chocolate. October 5th is the Happy Ever After playlist. And uh, then after that is what? I think Page of Screen is going to be Warm Bodies. Is that what we're doing? And then we're doing the book? Or how are we doing that? Uh, yeah, we can do that. We'll figure that out. We got, we'll some, out. We got some time on that. We'll time. figure it out. Um, yeah, so that's what's coming up. Uh, where can, Ray, where can people find us? <laughs> I love how you asked that. Find us. <laughs> um, so, you can find us at our website. It's chickletbookclubpodcast.com, which I will update. I promise. If we're so far behind, but that is me. Um, Twitter is at chickletpodcast. The TikTok is chickletbookclub. Pinterest is chickletbookclubpodcast. If you want to see what our um, spank naughty, our stunt casting. Um, we also have a, a board that I have just been putting random hot people on. Um, people keep repinning that shit. So you know, I mean, it, we well, obviously Chris uh, Hemsworth follows us now. Um, oh my god, that was sh- fucking was funny as hell. Shit. I la- I laughed so hard in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, our email is chicklitbookclubpodcast at gmail dot com. Our Instagram is chicklitbookclubpodcast. 
our YouTube is our YouTube. You can find it from links and whatever. Yeah. And again, this is the thing I'll update. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, guys. Don't fucking judge me. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Our Facebook is our Facebook. Um, we do have a group. It is called Throw Your Leg, Throw the Legs, Throw a Leg Over Your All of Your Book Boyfriends. I can't remember what I called it, but anyway. We maybe should change it to just the name of our podcast. No, we gotta have a fun <laughs> name. Nelms <laughs> Fights is uh, something about like go home and tell your mother you're you're perfect or something. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Our Patreon. We do have a Patreon, so if you would like to, if you like us, if you like to hear what's in your earballs, and you <laughs> want to get in, you know, you want to give our spokes dog some treats or whatever, um, we have a Patreon. Um, but you can find that, uh, and we don't have any levels right now because we don't have any Patreons. But some point soon, we'll have some levels. And um, check back because we're working on some T-shirts. I keep saying we're gonna do it. And we don't, but this time I think we've got some some ideas. So uh, we also do still have the magnet special going on. So <gasps> if you do. would like to <laughs> magnet special going on, yes. So if you um, special on magnets in aisle four, <laughs> aisle four special on magnets. If you would uh, rate us and review us on the Apple Podcast app, mm-hmm. um, you can choose. If you take a screenshot of that, email it to us with uh, the address that you would like us to send a magnet to, we will do that. And if you look at our Instagram, you can see the two magnet choices. Um, there's one that's like a wine color in the background, and then another it's like a bluish-purple background. They both say the Chicklet Book Club podcast. Um, the purplish-blue one set has a, an emojis of, you know, the eggplants and the hearts. Uh, and then the wine color one says, a little dirty, definitely funny. So, uh, if you like one of those magnets, which literally lives on my car, rent-free, full-time, um, and in my brain constantly, you uh, only have to submit an honest review at applepodcast.com, or at, at the Apple Podcast app, and then uh, send us a screenshot of it yeah. with your address. That's, that's about it, right? Yes. The last thing we do here. Oh, God. How do we end this fucking thing? In the most obnoxious way possible. <sighs> Bye! Bye! <laughs> Somebody, y'all! <laughs> Sonic Boom! We're obnoxious. We're obnoxious. <laughs> or do a little dance. <laughs> oh. You're not sorry. Sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Mustache jet ski rides. What? What? about hit getting hit by a by a, a Lexus or by a Cadillac. <laughs> I need to find that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>